I actually went to high school and that uh, it was the wild. Oh, you did. You went to that, and I have a wall sticker right there, but it's ugly and it's, it's secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ugly, and I can't get it all. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You went. You went to these high wildcats. Mm, no, it was it, it was a different uh, school, uh, and it was wildcats, but it wasn't red. It was um like a dark blue. But they were wildcats. Mm-hmm. Did they look like that? Um, I mean, we were the wildcats. But, but did it look like that? What'd your mascot look like? Um, it was actually a really like outdated, like hand drawn looking guy. Hmm. Kids and I always talk about how our mascots are the same from our high school, and but the only difference is mine's the baby blue devils. So like Kinsey's is like a devil, like it's intense. Mine comes in with his little diaper. <laughs> it was a baby bl- blue yeah devil. we were the baby blue devils hold on i'll pull up a picture <laughs> he had like his little pitchfork it was cute we every <laughs> once in a while like the guys teams would use like the intense devil but like that wasn't our mascot so i was like i like i like the little guy they're like we need we need a more intense this mascot. is him he's a cute little baby oh that blue. is funny and they had like a babier version of him in elementary school but like mm-hmm. i thought he was adorable <laughs> <laughs> uh this is one that they used a lot too but yeah. I like the I like the baby one. It's okay. Ripley's knocked, bro. Yeah, she had a long ass day. Yeah, we were working hard in the garden. Yeah, made sure to put Mariah to work in the fields today. I don't think you could. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, I brought Ripley over to Mariah's house. Uh, yeah, to change do our location. Annual garden. Our annual what's tomato it called? Garden. Turning over of the field. Yeah, it's tilling. the hardest part. Really it's got called pulled. tilling, right? It's the tiller. Know basically plowing yeah basically we just turn the dirt over so that it's fresh and ready to be planted Yeah, it goes from like looking like a field of weeds into like uh i like how i say field we're just in our backyard but yeah, it's actually like six feet by four feet well yeah we got a whole <laughs> field that i had to till yeah and then um by the time you're done with it, it looks like dirt yeah it does and we had ripley with us and at one point we thought she got in a fight with a dog <laughs> listen first of all i know the people who live across the street so like i would have had to run barking, over and my dog's uh, like, Ripley. 30 foot feet. Oh, sorry. She's here with us now. Um, <laughs> her 30 foot leash went around the shed and we caught her like three times and the leash didn't even move. And my heart dropped and I ran over to go see if like she was on it because I literally thought she had slipped out of her collar <laughs> and went and got in a dog fight because we could hear these dogs barking and these people yelling like, stop it, stop it. And I was like, they have a little dog too. So Ripley would have been on them. I know, but like, you know, they, they obviously would have probably hurt her. If, yeah. Like, which Ripley... It's just interested in getting to know another dog, but I'm sure if a dog like snapped at her, she would just correctively want to snap back. Yeah, but yeah, she would. I could see it. Yeah, it just my heart dropped. I was like, "Where is she?" Um, and I kept having to like pull her from behind the shed to like you know that way just to check on her. Yeah, keep an eye on her. But she was just sitting there, smelling the air, like all all chill. <laughs> Ripley outside is like a little child that's never been outside before. <laughs> I know, she's just like you know. At one point, I turn around and she was uh, jumping in the air trying to bite a bumblebee. Imagine Ripley comes over like alligator snapping up. with her long she coughs snout. up the whole bumblebee. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you don't want to find out. She was out there coughing for me. I got nervous that she did end up swallowing one. Maybe, Maybe she's she just did. thirsty. Ripley, yeah. did you eat a bumblebee today? No wonder her stomach's been buzzing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then after we uh, turned the dirt over, we went to Lowe's to go get some dirt. Well, technically Target to get Metroid Prime. The remastered th- version. Yeah, I'm excited to play that one. Yeah. I, I literally just told Kim today that I didn't have time to play video games. <laughs> Catch me tonight for at least 20 minutes starting the game up. Yeah, we took Ripley inside. We put her in the cart. Um, I get away with it sometimes. I don't just take her every single time I go. But if my dog's already out and about with me, I'm not leaving her in the car. Like, 
nobody going to say me. anything. Yeah. yeah. And she's in the cart and she's like a medium to small dog. So like I can get away with it. Like, there are people who hold on walking their dog in Target I know, today. We were walking out and somebody brought their little Shih Tzu inside. I was like, damn. Good for them. Um, And then we went to Lowe's and Ripley acted like she was at the amusement park. Her <laughs> tail was wagging the whole time. And like she was having a good day. She was chill and relaxed. And she was even wagging her tail in Target when I was pushing her around. But then I was letting her walk. I checked to make sure that it wasn't too hot on the ground. And it was like a perfect like 72 degree weather today. Um, and she just wanted to sniff everything. She wanted to go inside the store. She didn't want to like leave yet. I was like, Ryan, we got to walk around a little bit more. Even though we already have her dirt. We got to like let her go. Yeah, she's leading the way. She's like, there's some mulch over here to sniff. Yeah, she's never been to Lowe's. Good. Never been. First trip to Lowe's, Ripley. How did you like it? She wagged. wagged it's out it's of an approval. adventure in there. They got a lot of stuff. We didn't even get to show you the appliances. She's, she's literally the showers. listening to right now. <laughs> or the light, the light aisle. We should have taken you to the light aisle. <laughs> she knows That's we're talking about experience. her. Yeah. That's and where then, I like to go. The paint swatches. Ah, oh, Ripley, you missed out. Yeah. We got refreshers from Starbucks at Target. We went and got Chick-fil-A. Technically, you got me Chick-fil-A yeah, for lunch. I'm Thank back to you. the sugar mommy. Took a two-week off. <laughs> from from Kinsey and then just moved right on to yeah. me. And then, what was it? Came back. We raked up the, you know, the The last of the weeds and, and the dirt. Stuff. And then we decided we're going to, like, you know, just wait and put the dirt yeah, over Yeah, so we've had day. a day already, guys. And here we are mm-hmm. back for you guys recording. Yep. I could uh, take a nap. <laughs> uh, probably. I, I won't because I hate taking naps, but I could take one right now. Yeah. Very cozy vibes, though. It is. It is. I appreciate it. Um, obviously, again, Kinsey's not here, but uh, I hope that she's back next week. That's the plan, mm-hmm. everyone. She's just a busy She kind of has to be by next, by either next week or the week after, because if we're doing just Pride uh, media for June, she'll have to because you're the next. Eventually, we'll be talking about Florence and the machine, right? Yeah, called. eventually we'll be talking about Florence Machine, and I've also been noticing like a lot of the stuff I've wanted to touch on the podcast mm-hmm. are stuff that I want to wait, like you know, Studio Ghibli films and stuff like that. That's something you got to wait for the whole trio, you know. Yeah, I mean, worst case, you and I will just randomly find something on. Yeah, we're we're good at finding stuff. Kind of like this week, I was like, oh, that's that's one you and I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and if Kenzie, let's say, God forbid, she's like, oh my God, I wanted to do that with you. We'll just talk about it again. Yeah, we'll just talk about it again. Or if she if she keeps bailing, I'll just make you watch season four of Haiku, <laughs> and she'll be upset about it. Oh yeah, we can just get like spiteful about it. <laughs> uh, we're like, we're actually gonna watch this whole uh, season without you. So either get on it or get lost. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of hard to like uh go out to the distance where she's at to help her like set up you mm-hmm. know her computer set up because you, you have a really crazy schedule sadly i say yeah. the truth is even <laughs> you ready for tomatoes girl bro i am so ready for tomatoes my favorite part first of all we did the cherry tomatoes in the regular tomatoes so the cherry tomatoes were ready like not all of them remember like that was the first taste we got was a little tiny cherry tomato mm-hmm. you and colin came over and i was like here you go there's a cherry tomato for you i know we all rinsed it off and, and we like- ate it and it was so good and then uh, a month later i was like guys i got too many tomatoes <laughs> please come and get some we couldn't some. eat them fast enough. i know i brought you guys i you guys saw my giant strainer that i brought like six tomatoes in mm-hmm. and you just can't eat that many I know, which we're actually going to have to like, like, like you said, I don't want to spend too much money, but freezing, we made, I would say yummy tomato soup. I could, I think if we tweaked it, we could make it even better, Yeah. but it did not 
freeze well. We tried it freezing it. And, um, well, we'll figure out how to can them this year. Like, actually can them. I know, I'm okay just, with doing that. I don't want to spend a fortune. Well, I heard that there's this stuff, because obviously the one person that you saw on the internet said to use, like, lemon juice. And you're like, I don't want to do that. But I heard that they make this powder specifically for canning. I actually think lemon juice might taste good with the tomatoes, right. personally. Well, regardless, they make this powder that's specifically for canning. It's in mm-hmm. the canning section, the, the mason jar section at Target. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that my mom did it is, and I'm just telling you, like, mm-hmm. traditional canning, canning is a giant canning pot. And then they have this, like, uh, grasp, uh, like, tong for yeah. uh, cans. And you'd put them in there until the lids pop. Because you know how, like, when you open a new uh-huh. lid, it's like, um, they, they, they say if the seal is popped, it's not good. Um, but it, like, it, it vacuum seals it, and it's, like, it's good. Well, we'll do some research. I'm sure there's definitely a cheaper, convenient way to and do it. And we said we were going to do salsa, which I think I tried to make a salsa, and I wasn't happy with it. Well, now we know what we're doing. Okay, last year we were just trying to figure it out, uh-huh. and this year I just, we're I don't on know the a roll. Salsa recipe. If you guys could send us, if salsa you guys recipe. have good salsa recipes, yeah. I'm not uh, in contact with my old mom. something something that can be hot and and spicy, but not as spicy because I'm a little wimp. Uh, send it our way on post credit. De- de- well, we could depart- just make batches. De- dep- I can make a spicy batch and a mild batch. Post credit dep on Twitter or post credit depression on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um man i'm craving it already yeah we got some we got a couple months of that some tomatoes some cucumbers some peppers you know the hard part is is like we get all the tomatoes at once and it's like making you know i need i need a little chopper like a little electronic chopper and just like with different ratios of ingredients with one tomato each just Mm -hmm. test things and then take the rest of the tomatoes maybe what we should do because last year when we got the tomatoes we immediately like made something with them like a sandwich or something maybe the first couple tomatoes we get that's when we can start the batches that way when we have 50 tomatoes staring us in the eyes we can use those correctly and last year the deer did get some of our vegetables early yeah because i wasn't prepared for that yeah i'm ready this year to fight them (laughs) off yeah so i'm excited yeah, that'll be nice. Uh, bring us in, Kaylin. You're listening to Post Credit Depression, where we discuss this week's current hyperfixation. <laughs> my name's Kaylin, and I've been gardening all day. <laughs> oh my gosh. My name's Mariah, and my fun fact is I got Metroid Prime remastered on the Switch. Actually, my fun fact I got Tears of the Kingdom. I, I, you, you said that last week. Get- <laughs> you said Did last I? week that you've been playing Tears of the Kingdom. I don't yeah. know why my brain remembers stuff like that. Y'all be seeing it from like episode <laughs> two, and I'll be like, actually yeah my fun fact is mariah did not get tears of the kingdom yet she's waiting because she wants to like you know have time to play it or whatever that's the truth i want like the solid time to sit and play it to be honest i never even beat breath of the wild but it's fine Mm -hmm. i know what happened i watched people beat it yeah can't even talk to her can't even talk to her about the new like black girl with the blonde hair that she's obsessed with can't even tell her like about that character it is a bummer because i do want to talk to you about it while you're playing it and i see like tweets that i have to ignore and i see people making memes of like the building stuff that they've made yeah i mean you can't avoid those tweets like as the people oh are gonna, yeah i just don't read the context yeah i mean you, you definitely like are gonna see tons of the corax like being like uber transport some people have just tied straight rockets to them and just like send them <laughs> flying <laughs> like you just see like a little dot moving in the air oh my gosh it's that's really hilarious funny. i know uh the the way i've been like if i'm feeling lazy and i'm like dang i was just on my way and i just want to like grab them uh they have harnesses that you uh can attach to your horse to pull either uh wagons you've built or they have wagons at the stable Mm -hmm. at some of them and i just take the coric and i put them just on the harness and then i just like you know i ride off and he's yeah in the uh what's it called he's bouncing along the road 
I'm gonna be honest. I'm just not that much of a gamer, and my favorite part about Breath of the Wild is just like existing in the world. That feels a lot like this game, actually, and I think that um, the story you have to work a lot harder for mm-hmm. it than um, Breath of the Wild, and that's why I feel like I've been going at such a slow pace because there's so much to take in. Because not only do you have the ground now, but you have the whole yeah. fucking sky, and it's like isn't there a lower floor level too? Yeah, and underground. I haven't touched listen, underground. Listen, Con- when Con's I already explored so much in the under- underground, I'm like, I can't. I, I get. Ha- I just get overwhelmed. I was just playing. I remember in Breath of the Wild, I had like two story quests going on at the same time because I talked to the one bitch who asked for the blue flame, and then mm-hmm. I talked to the one girl who gave me the camera. I was like, go look for these memories. I was like, you want me to do both those things? I ain't even done walking around. I, I ain't even got clothes. <laughs> like I'm just collecting apples. And talking to characters, trying to find a horse. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, try to find I didn't even know horse. that I could put the horses in the staples at first when I played the game. I would just stop playing and then I would hop off my horse and be like, see you next time. Like- I know. There is a lot to fucking take in. And, um, take, I forgot what I was going to say a second. But, you know, we're not here to talk about yeah, <laughs> Tears okay. of the Kingdom too much. It's okay. I'll get, I'll get there when I need to get there. But I will be trying to beat Me- Metroid Prime because I didn't beat it ever when I was 10 playing it for the first time. Yeah. Oh I'm not good at POV she's games out. though. She's out. So if I need your help, Caitlin, you're you're the Fortnite queen now. So I'll actually need your help when I. Uh... Oh, I, girl, somebody down calling. It was a team, and unluckily, um, thank you. Taking a quick picture of Ripley over here because she's looking, you know, cute with her once. The fuck you just do in my phone? You could do that shit. The fuck you can zoom like that? I didn't even know. I thought my only options were one and point five. Damn, bro. You don't you don't gotta do the two finger zoom thing anymore. <laughs> How do you do that? You hold it down. Slide Damn. It. I thought we were doing it old fashioned way, fucking two fingers. That's funny. But Colin got down the other day by this team because he'd be running ahead of me, and I'm like, you dumbass. And I had just picked up a heavy sniper rifle, which if you get a headshot, you down people like immediately. Like, yeah. And they were both just like around Colin's body, checking out all the shit. And I pulled out that like sniper. I was probably only fifty feet away from them, and I could see the person's head. They were standing straight still, and I downed them. But the problem is, is the sniper. You get like one bullet before you have to reload. So I switched over to my other gun, and I tried to kill the other person, but they killed me because they had a better gun. But I just thought it was funny because they, they looked like they were freaking out. They're like, bro, bro. Oh, my god! They couldn't even see me. I probably could have killed them with the sniper. Like, just reload it real quick. Probably. It was funny. But I like I like um, sneaking up on people. It's my favorite. But when other people sneak up on me, I don't like it. It hurts my feelings. That's that's the game of life. Rivals edition. <laughs> oh, no. My, okay. Uh, Does it sound different when I talk like this? Or when I talk like this, or when I talk like this. Kaylin, what are we watching? Uh, what do we watch? Oh, Kaylin is hydrating herself, so uh, let me let me pause myself. Mm, yeah. Delicious. Let's rewind that. Hey, Kaylin, your mic's backwards. <laughs> One of these days, I'll be able to converse in Spanish from all of my hard work on Duolingo, and Kenzie will be able to join me. I'll know the basics. I'll be able to say, hi, how are you? Where's the bathroom? I have (laughs) stuff. I am stuff. Donde esta el baño? That's about it. Um, Hey, Kaylin. Hi. What did we watch this week? We watched A Whisker Away. A Whisker Away. A Netflix original. (laughs) Sometimes Kaylin does this thing where she'll randomly tell me to watch a show or a movie, and she knows I'm not watching it. So what she does... She just comes over 
and then we'll be talking and then she'll just put it on my television <laughs> and make me watch it which is exactly what happened with this yeah, movie <laughs> that is true and i think i told you i'm like are you gonna watch it and because I, I wanted to talk about it and you're like um no don't spoil it for me i don't want you to talk about it so i watch it in case yeah. i watch it one day it's always i always say in case i watch it one day and i in feel case like I watch it bothers you sometimes yeah it's but like the dad that always the dad that always says tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow there is always a possibility that i might watch it one day and it happened to be that you watched it that day and you're like you know mariah i'm tired of you saying don't spoil it i might watch it and then a fucking year goes by and you still haven't watched B stars. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like we had other shit to do that day. I just put it on. We did. That was like a day where like our coffee dates and then it you just end up staying for a minute. Which is yeah. fine. Uh because I had to do my mood board. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well. Um Yeah, I don't know what about it. Like yeah, why when I saw the trailer it? on Netflix. I'd watched it and I avoided it for a while. There's a lot of um anime movies floating around and I don't know. I, I think it was back when I was doing my crochet fix that mm. um, I needed some English stuff to watch. So I just threw it up because, like, there's not a lot of English stuff that, I like... I blanket behind you. Yeah. There's not a lot of uh, English shows that I can watch on Netflix that I either already haven't seen or that I, like, I'm waiting to watch it in Japanese because I just like the cast better. Yeah. So I was like, I don't care to watch this movie in English. I'll, I'll put it on. And I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I actually thought it was going to be really weird from the trailer, but I think that the, and we'll talk about this too, as we actually dissect the story. I liked the uh, conversation about just having a crush. Like, I think it's normal around that age for kids to have a crush. And I don't think they made it too weird. I thought it was going to be a lot weirder because Japan can just be weird with like children cast like that or just like, you know, I would say 90% of anime is high schoolers, and the way that high schoolers can sometimes be portrayed in anime is too adult. Now, in JoJo, I'm fine with that. When it's like fucking Jotaro, and he's 17 years old, and he's on his way to Egypt, but he looks like a freaking, you know, 27-year-old man. But, like, I think that there's also other animes where I'm like, that's technically... Yeah, the problem is, is like, how they're perceived, not even just, like, how they're drawn, but, like, how they're characterized. Like, are you 16... And you are dressed like a grown... Are you five dressed like a grown woman? Or just also the content. Like, there's a lot of, like, you know, looking up the skirts and panty shots or, like, inappropriate stuff. And so when I read this title that, like... Or the the description about how it's about, like, a a crush and she's disguised as a cat and she's visiting her one crush. You think of anime. You think of, you know, grade schoolers and the way that they're usually portrayed. And you're like, that seems weird. And when I watched it... I would say it didn't seem too weird. Obviously, a crush can be awkward and stuff, but like they were in middle school and I felt like it was a realistic middle school crush the way that like she was very upset over, you know, Mm -hmm. the ups and downs of their like, you know, I would say that this this movie was definitely more like for children. Like it was a children's movie for not children, but like, yes, it was a teen movie for teens. Like they did it good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did do, do it good. And I felt like it was done in a way that like, I mean, it was just realistic uh puppy love mm-hmm. i say puppy love and this is a movie about a cat but <laughs> um here's my niece car still there yeah oh, what, do you, what, what do you think the doctor hid in there excuse me <laughs> if i were a doctor i think it'd be funny you would to, just like, put hide stuff in people's surgery scars i'd probably get caught after a while like shortly after god it would probably cause complications but i mean probably i like i opened my knee one day and there's just like a secret note no, a tooth. I don't know about a tooth. I think I'd feel that because it's bones. It's not. It's calcium. Anyway, it? no, your teeth are a bone. 
Ask Siri. No, I'm not doing that right now. Um, I just cut my leg open one day, and there's a secret note from the doctor that's like. I put I put shit. this in here. Yeah, I put this in here. Congrats for finding this. Now you can sue me for malpractice. <laughs> that scar is going to be on the body for the rest of the life. This scar is going to be on my body for the rest of my life. Yeah. Anyways, ADHD. Let's. <laughs> to talk about. Too tired. Anyway, yeah. Um. Oh, so you made me. Watch I also this. thought it was very whimsical. I, I it gave me okay. Give me the, nightmares. No, no, I didn't say nightmares. It I gave said me it, nightmares. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, so it wasn't as like whimsical as a Studio Ghibli movie, but it mm-hmm. it was getting close, and it felt as if like Studio Ghibli and then like the creators of like you know Weathering with You or Your Name kind of like came together and made a kids movie. That's what it felt like. Um, obviously, Studio Ghibli movies I think are a bit more magical, but they still it still felt super uh, whimsical and fun. And I like that. I like the world building of the cats and the story and the magic. So after I watched all of it, I was like, that's a super interesting movie and a super interesting concept. I'm going to show Mariah. Um, yeah. And you pitched this about a girl that turns into a cat. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, totally <laughs> up my alley. Uh, and we watched it just on a whim. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll watch the movie, Kaylin. And sometimes you show me stuff. I'm like, I'll watch this even though I'm not going to like it. Even mm-hmm. though I'm not going to enjoy sitting here. Actually, it was also a very long movie. I don't think we watched it in one setting. Uh, we watched it in two days because we went and had our coffee date or whatever. And then we came back and we finished it. Yeah. We stopped. Uh, we watched it. We had like, we had killed 45 minutes of it. And there was still like maybe an hour left of it. And we're like, let's let's go, you know. Yeah. And it was at a good stopping um, point. I, I did I will agree it was a very cute movie I I always love when movies are able to properly like uh, show like that middle school crush love thing I think that's a very mm-hmm. unique feeling like unique to that time too like I know I've told you before like oh, I have this crush on this person and it's very like middle school crush and like that's like how you explain it, it feels it like is. it's like, your whole world exactly and it's just like this cute little thing and then that's it but you know you have a crush these you don't days really in your adulthood love. and it's like they can uh go by so quickly now you're just yeah. like oh, i'm over that and you don't really like understand love at 13 you're just like i like this person i like being around them and i get this funny feeling when i'm with them mm-hmm. like yep and um i think that they portrayed like at least like maybe awkward weird like yes. middle school too because like she wasn't a perfect like you know sociable yeah, person yeah she was a little awkward weirdo that like stood out and um for whatever reason she had a crush on him she just did and um made it very known and was very flirty with him but in a in a childhood way like literally would she like uh run up and kick him or like <laughs> tackle him uh i think he learned how to like uh combat it but like you know that was just she her did way the little of- the little butt butt oh the bump. butt thing yeah yeah and the She'd one day up. he moved because he heard her coming and she fell yeah and it was very intense but it was like uh you know I feel like that's how like a middle schooler would show their their um yeah when I was in middle school I had a crush on this boy and I would kick him in the shins every day yeah exactly that's <laughs> what you do in middle school you don't we don't know how to like properly communicate but our I was like, feelings if I persistently come up and just like kick, kick him, him he'll, he'll, he'll pay know. attention to me for a little bit yeah yeah it, it's it's definitely a way of trying to stand out to your crush and like a child like i don't know how to put my emotions in words so let me Gosh. just kick this person <laughs> um i was the definition of those people that your parents were like when they bully you that means they like you mm-hmm. that was me yeah and then the the, the mask seller the uh, yeah let cat. me go in on this fat cat first of all <laughs> nightmares i don't know if anyone's ever seen scary stories to tell in the dark there's that scene where that like the lady with the long <laughs> hair the large lady just appears and hugs the guy and he disintegrates out of this planet of earth 
Um, that particular scene in Scary Stories Tell the Dark gave me nightmares. This cat reminded me of that scene. He just was there. He just appeared out of nowhere. I didn't like how his body morphed out of things. <laughs> and I was like, you seem sketchy. And then he would jump and it'd be like, it'd be like floaty. Like, yeah. Boom. And then that, that particular thing, when he would do that jumping thing, reminded me of my nightmares when I was a child. Like in my nightmares, <laughs> I would do that. Like something would happen. I would just be like, into the sky. And I'm over here like, I don't like him. <laughs> also, why are we making deals with him? You look at that man and you trust him? Well, here's the thing is, uh, he also was- would get fatter and skinnier randomly throughout the film that is true and like human size bigger than human size he started out like being able to fit into a a vending machine and then he got like huge it's almost like a metaphor like because his ego not his ego but like his sales were going up so he was getting fat yeah i mean yeah exactly he he reminds me of the little cat clocks the little calico which is funny too because uh calico um males are really rare in uh cats so it's also funny but i was bringing up the mask seller because um she was a very vulnerable middle schooler because like mm-hmm. you know first of all you know she's going through a lot at home with her parents and like you know her mom's trying to pressure her into like wanting to come live with her and like god being a divorced kid that like yeah it's hits not, home it's... you know where you just you, you're like why can't i exist as a child why can't i just love my parents why do i have to think of really big awkward like decisions Yo, I have to pick between one of my problems yeah yeah you should never make your kids choose between yeah, it's you it's ridiculous. so fucked i picked neither um, so <laughs> oh I, I literally i think in court i was like i want to be homeschooled so i can live with my dad half the year and my mom half the year you can't make a kid pick but um in hindsight i would go back and pick in an yeah, instant yeah. but um she's very vulnerable she's very lonely she was a weirdo at school which like i love that they made her a um kind of a standoutish uh like weird kid she wasn't weird in a shy antisocial way she was trying to socialize she um she craved for attention and companionship and besides her one best friend she wasn't getting it from any of her other classmates it was just like a quirky way to be like i need i i want to express mm-hmm. myself and she was at trying the to same be time her stepmom was trying to get to know her and she was kind of abrasive about it because like every kid's gonna be abrasive about change and like weird stuff oh like, especially you know, step parents like that's like a weird especially stepmom specifically like mm-hmm. i i know for a fact when i had my stepmom i was like i don't want to get your i don't know you why i are remember you i was the same way with my stepmom and i lo- i love her like yeah. mother now but um she was she was uh the thing is is because these things feel like the end of the world to you when you're a child obviously in hindsight as adults we look back and that none of that stuff is what matters or you know you you grow out of those problems mm-hmm. but she, to her they felt very very heavy and the mask seller took advantage of that and that's when he first just offered her the mask like hey you can be a cat like this is fun and it's like okay cool but then she realized how much attention she was getting as a kitten especially from her crush uh taru yeah no taru was the cat uh her name was mio and his was oh who who soon hinode 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 yeah look at you hinode her name's mio back to back yeah and then yeah when she was taru the cat she uh got lots of uh attention and weirdly enough like when you read the description about how she's a cat and she feels more loved as a cat you're like ooh, what what kind of like weird storyline is this but like Mm -hmm. coming from her character like not getting the attention she worked so hard or or she works hard for at school and not getting she didn't know that it was it wasn't her fault that he was doing that like he had his own stuff going on at home and she was just like well clearly i'll just keep pressuring him but then Mm -hmm. later on we find out there's more yeah so um she kind of is living this double life which like at first when he offers he's like oh you like being a a cat like or or he's like are you done with the mask you want to give it back she's like no because like you know 
I get to spend time with Hinode without him, you know, knowing it's me. And, like, I get to have my special time with him. When I was looking at the recap, people were commenting about how weird it is that she did that. And I was like, we're not saying it's a perfect story. No. Well, exactly. Like, she... It wasn't just from uh, her crush. It was also the fact that, like, all the kids at school called her a weirdo. And, like, made her feel odd. And, like... I, the thing is, is like they bash I, on her just being like genuinely her too, which mm-hmm. is even worse. I think she's just a little autistic. Like she just doesn't know. Like she's trying really hard to connect with her yeah. peers, and she's not getting anything in return for them. So like when obviously, uh, which she, I don't even think she went over to his house as a cat at first. I think she ran into him at the same mm-hmm. the same day she got the mask. She ran into him, and he, they hit it off. He's like, "Oh my god, you're such a cute cat." Yeah. And like from her point of view, she's like, "Oh my god, he's being nice to me." Like. Well, so I don't my think gripe that... was that she was just like being genuine. Like I think that we've all had probably moments where it's like you were just being your confident self and people were bullying you. She wasn't even like being extra. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the thing too is like I feel like a lot of bullied kids like um, are kind of portrayed more like her best friend, very shy into themselves and weird. But like she was the extroverted type of bullied kid, and I feel yeah. like I was actually that kind of kid. And then, uh, so yeah, I mean, I can see where like even I read the description thought like the, it seemed weird and fishy but then when you understand her character you're like that makes a lot of sense why she continued to do this especially when she started having a harder time in like she she noticed that it was easier being a cat or like it was harder going to school harder dealing with her family you know problems that like you know he kept he kept dangling in front of her he's like you could be happy like this forever mm-hmm. like and even though she knew logically because like the second I mean, I might be jumping ahead a little bit here, but, like, the second that she slipped for a minute, like, maybe it would be better. Like, we all have our freaking yeah, sad, depressed was, like, days. She's like, maybe it her... would be better if I stayed a cat forever. The second she let go of that, you know, um, the stubbornness yeah. over, like, seeing a human, she, you know, accidentally gave up being a human to him. And he took it as a mask. And she's like, wait, no, I, I, I didn't mean to do that. And he's like, well, you did. Like, yeah. That was like Basically, the, the second she doubted her human life, yes, and if she should stay a cat forever, is when he was able to steal it, which is like kind of. That's creepy. when I got into the film. I was like, "Hold on a second. <laughs> it gives me kind of like Neverland vibes a little bit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Which, if we want to go chronologically in order, we could talk about like you know leading I mean, up. The to only it. thing you missed was like really just finding out more about <laughs> the boy's like life and how yeah. she was like trying to be there for him because he his grandpa was sick. Oh, no, no, no. His grandpa was selling the ceramic studio, which her his mom was like, you're going to be a doctor. Like, yeah. you're not going to... Like, I think it's out of a, like, I want a better be life like for you. You're not going to be like your grandpa. Relax. Yeah, or it's just kind of like times change. So it's like, you see a lot of tradition die out because what used to be necessary, which I'm sure back before there was like fast, uh, uh, or fashion, manufactured yeah. like fucking ceramic shit. Um, you had to go to the ceramic guy and like it's not that way anymore so i can see why it's like you know not as a fruitful career as it was when Mm -hmm. your grandpa father was a child so you're gonna go be a doctor and he's like he's making good grades and he's studying hard because his mom wants him to do that but like he never sat down and was like what do you want to do and he was like very heartbroken when he found out that they were going to sell the studio he's like why don't you do classes and he's like it's just it's not worth it anymore you know son and he was like so devastated because to him he valued his tradition uh and his heritage and he wanted to you know he was an artistic creative kid he's like yeah. i don't want to be a doctor and his mom was like she even worded it as like you're going to take care of this family which like ooh, that rubs me the wrong way would you invest in your child but not so that they have a better yeah, life so yeah, that no, you, so have, you a have a better life. life which is insane 
yeah it's it's completely fucked and then taro you know figures this out and then when she's back in her human form she tries to connect with him because she's like obviously i don't want you to just like taro i want you to like me uh mio is her name yeah i think so it's mio mio yeah so then as mio she's like trying to reach out because she knows kind of like almost like a yeah mio when you ask your friend if they're they're all right and they're like i'm fine she's trying to reach out like a hey i know you're not fine but like it'll be okay like i can be here for you and like it's trying to connect and then ends up getting like bullied from you know uh those class they read this note that uh she writes for him and embarrasses him because he's like girl you literally just pulled out all of my deep dark secrets about my family Mm -hmm. she did it in a subtle way but still she called out his real emotions in front of these high school or these middle school bullies and that shit is heavy when other people find out that you're not as okay as you make yourself out to be and he's like i hate you like get away like all you do is all you do is make me think about my sadness more when i'm trying to just like you know bottle it up you make me sad and you embarrass me every day like don't talk to me yeah which you know obviously she goes home and is like i don't understand like what i am doing wrong why this isn't working just like a whole emotional yeah she has yeah and then she starts self-doubting like whether she should stay human that's when she gets you know fucking face robbed that's when she gets got yeah which i'm not gonna lie i've had dramatic days in middle school where i'm like maybe i should just run away like you know like kaylin packing up her stuff (laughs) like I feel like every middle schooler has, like, these dramatic, like, if, you, like, we look back at the stuff that upset us that much, and it's so minor and minute, but to a, that age group, yeah, it feels like, it feels the, end like the end of the world. Like, you're like, my life isn't ru- ruined, I'm embarrassed, I never want to go back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said that this is where it, like, piqued your interest, you're like, oh. Yeah, I was like, because at first I was just like, okay, she's a cat, talking to this boy, don't care. Find yeah. out the boy's information, don't care. Is she going to be a cat? Is she going to be a human? Just try and be both. Yeah. But then when she was stuck as a human, I was like, well, how is she going to do it? As a cat. When she was stuck as a cat, I was like, well, how is she going to do it? What's she going to do to uh, get back? Because obviously she's not going to stay a cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean. Because I think at first she was like, yeah, I guess I'll be a cat forever. Yeah. I think that if a kid were to watch this, they would be a little more on the edge of their seat. But like as an adult, I was able to watch it with like the intentions for what the movie was trying to do. Um I actually want my little brother to watch this as his first I thought you showed this to your brothers. We haven't had a minute uh, to sit down and watch it all together yet. Oh. You showed it to one of them, though? Uh, I want to show it to the one. He's really into cats, but also I'm trying to introduce anime to him. And there's not a lot of kid-friendly anime out there. Yeah, there's not. But they're getting close to the age that I was when I was watching, like, Fullmetal Alchemist and Inuyasha. Mm. So, I think as long as I don't, like, throw them off the deep end. You shouldn't have. You said hot girls on the screen. Actually, I was like, white hair boys with dog ears. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, actually, I was also watching Yasha <laughs> for Yasha, so. Yeah. Oh, but then Koga came on the screen, and I was like, I was th- I was do always I want to be Yasha. kidnapped and taken to a wolf's den? Maybe. Ah! <laughs> I was always there for Yasha, which I think is shocking when I tell you and Kinsey. I'm like, nope, didn't care for uh, Shishomaru, didn't care for what's-his-face. I was there for Yasha. I was there for him to be with Kagome because I could tell how much they, like, cared about each other. But, nah, like, I, want to be I could not with, like, not you need to be showering me in reassurance it's my leo venus and when koga like pulled up and he's like i'm in love with you i want to marry you and then not only that but he would consist consistently show up episodes in like every 10 15 episodes he'd show up like how are you doing he treating you right all right and he he never would kidnap her again he like let her mm. stay with her crew but he's like all right just wanted to come and like remind you like when you're tired of him i think 12 over 12 year old mariah was just in a toxic household and i was like yeah give me a man that's gonna yell at me <laughs> 
confidence. I think the thing about Ayasha is even though he was an asshole, but he was very he knew what he wanted and he was like, I got what I want and I want that and that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would get butterflies and like we're, we're changing yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Show, but I was like I'd get butterflies when he actually would like show emotion yeah, towards Kagome I think that's what, maybe it's a toxic trait but that's what I wanted that's, at that age God, honestly it it's is really toxic because toxic. you're just like you're hanging on the edge you're like I want this mean boy waiting for him to be nice and then just let him tell me he loves me that night like yeah like literally like yelling all day uh for months and then he's like you know Kagome you smell kind of nice <laughs> <laughs> but no I think Jesus. this would be a really good one to show like younger siblings I think a whiskered away is perfect for yeah, I, I and, and then you're right. It doesn't feel very anime compared to like actual anime shows. It's not appropriate in the way that other uh, shows about like grade schoolers can mm-hmm. be. Like the, you, they straight up are written sometimes like I want to say the word like pornographically. Like I said, shooting them up their like skirts and God, don't watch High School of the Dead. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that. that ooh. But yeah, I would feel safe showing them something like this. But they're getting to the age of like gosh uh joey is turning like just here in may he's turning um 11 yeah. and then eli's already 12 and i think eli's eli's already off the deep end he's watched like you know like horror films and other shit so it's like eventually when they get into their like teenage years i could show them stuff like attack on time yeah but, like right right now it's like you, you gotta you gotta roll the ball slightly can't can't be showing them too intensive stuff or, or stuff with too deep of a plot like I think something like he loves cats, so I think that a little cute movie about a cat, you know, a girl that can turn into a cat, and yeah, it's something enough to keep their attention. Yeah, and, and it's, it's not like in too deep or too intense for you to. It's just a fun movie. Yeah, and the fact that like she just has this like middle school crush. It's like I mean, the cat, I'm not the gonna fat not cat, show my little brother something like that because he's gonna have a crush. The fat cat might give him nightmares, but other than that, <laughs> uh, I think I'll, he I'll might talk find him, him funny. <sighs> I think that I would find him funny as a child too. I think I've just had too many things that remind him of, that he reminded of nightmares. So, yeah, I will say there are certain things about anime which, like, when I first started watching, for example, uh, watching Inuyasha, I think is interesting for you and I because uh, we were introduced to a lot of feudal, like, Japan elements. Because, yeah, very cultural. Uh, yeah, very cultural stuff that, like, you know, I remember fucking uh, in Pokemon. They were calling rice balls donuts because four kids censored a lot of cultural oh things. So like they would, they're like, you want a donut? And it's like a full on rice ball. It's like, why couldn't you call it a rice ball? Like, so there's, you know, foods maybe my little brothers haven't ever seen. But then I remember going through that and learning a lot. Like I remember them calling weapons certain things. Like, Winnie Yash also takes place like the, Naginata, the past. Like I've never heard of a Naginata before, yeah. but now I do. Yeah. And then when you go forward and you watch other movies like maybe like your name where you know it's about a girl that lives in the countryside in like the shrines of japan and then the boy lives in tokyo like there's lots of cultural things about japan that i feel like you like you don't learn about it because you're not in japan but obviously there's lots of references that like the first time you watch it it, it's like what is this yeah so i think that there is quite a bit of that especially with like the the mask seller and like kind of the shrine elements to stuff mm-hmm. or like the way that things are designed that like would be new and weird and different to someone who's not exposed to culture yet you know yeah, I mean, even like uh, we'll, we'll touch on it more but like them just going to like the little cat town like it was very cultural yeah or at least the design elements are yeah. based off of that because obviously when you design for fantasy a lot of references are taken from real life which the mistake made is when hollywood does it inappropriately mm-hmm. or without Without, contextual uh, yes. knowledge based in the design as long as something is designed with 
Kuv, think of Black Panther. Like, I've heard a lot of applaud uh, for the way that it feels realistic, but it is fictional. And yeah, it is and I a think new that world. you, if you want to do stuff like that, you still have to talk to, you have to make sure you understand the culture. Like, Black Panther had, like, black directors and writers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And if you want to do a film about that, like, say some, a bunch of white people want to do a film about China, you should be talking with people from that country. And you should also be yeah. maybe having one of them working with you throughout the shoots. Like, those people are going to know what's right, wrong, what's inappropriate. Yeah, it's kind you of kind like of want to, it's You should be hiring those diverse people to do roles like that. Yeah, it's kind of like I've seen lots of commentary about, like, um, you know, Aztec or uh, Mayan culture, yeah. how a lot of old Hollywood stuff is, like, sacrifice. Like, that's all all it is, and it's, like, there's other parts to the culture or, like, very interesting facts about, like, yeah. how they had, like, we live you in know, a white underwater, man's world. underwater cave shrines and, like, these really cool thoughts of, like, yeah. it being a passageway to the afterlife, like, really cool stuff like that that doesn't have anything to do with sacrifice and it's like just a way to fictionalize and there's actually a really big taboo with like why are you villainizing with culture like when people use culture to make villains in their story yeah. you know what i mean yeah like, tribes and stuff so it's like it's the cat town it's designed with culture embedded in it but it's designed with like intention it feels like a breathing living city yes. and it's really cool and interesting so that's that's fine using cultural culture to come up with a you know town or a country or whatever the fuck you want to make yeah um let's see how do we get to the cat town oh so when she is the cat and you you see the invisible when she sees her human self and it's her pet cat as a human oh yeah, i was like what a twist well no when you first see it you're like who is the cat like that was my question i was like who already got her face you know? Which is like actually insane, yeah, because it was a fast exchange. Like, I'm sorry, if I was permanently turned into a cat and I was walking down the street and I saw myself, I'd be like, what the? What well, the also because you're thinking of how, because she, here's the thing, she did kind of almost settle into it where she's like, maybe I should stay a cat forever. And then she's like, no, I want my face back. Yeah. She didn't even want to give it up in the moment he, that he really took it because she's like, wait, no, I need to think about it. And he's like, too late. You already doubted yourself. And imagine you're trying to make plans like hmm maybe i can get my face back and then you see it walk down the street yeah you're like it's already gone yeah i would be freaking my i'd be pissing my pants so then who's if when she when the cat it was the the stepmom's cat i know so when the stepmom's cat gave up her her face what happens to that mask oh i think he still had it available because i think the market for humans is higher go up than faster cats that than makes cats. sense yeah like because nobody really wants to be a cat with a short life like you know also being a cat isn't as like we're we're the dominant species on this planet like mm-hmm. i'm sure if i were like ripley i'd be like hmm being a human it looks nice i get to like <laughs> leave more often I to like you know, use a toilet i can eat whenever i want on the table whenever i want yeah so i'm sure like from a pet's point of view they're like yeah let me snatch that up yeah so yeah it's probably a market thing like the cats are probably like yeah and Please. i like how she was just like stuck as her cat form for a while before she was like okay actually no i'm gonna do this I thought it was interesting, too, because what's in it for the mask seller? And remember, it's half the lifespan. So I think that he gets her original cat lifespan with the mask, and then she gets half of the human girl's lifespan, and he gets the other half. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Which is still insane. Which also, that would mean her mask wouldn't be that good because she was an older cat, too. Mm. Because it looked like Taro got a kitten, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. That... That cat was like already dying too. They said, right? She said that she was getting into like her older age, and you like know. she could tell, yeah, yeah. So, like that Not mask that she was isn't dying, selling she for probably only had a couple more years to live. That cat, yeah, that mask isn't selling like at all, pretty much. I mean, that's the only thing. Yeah, he just gets the life. 
Yeah, so it probably was still available from and that. This man's but, tricking kids left and right, so he got all their lifespans. Yeah, this the thing is, like, I think he was targeting lonely, vulnerable kids. And then this, you know, cat girl, she's trying to, like, you know, integrate into Mio's life. But, like, she's weirding her friends out because, like, I think she even asked to go home and sleep in Taro's bed. Like, and he's like, ew, what? Yeah. And she's like, what? A cat? You know, as a cat, I could do that. Why can't I, you know? She's, like, not acting like herself. Yeah, she doesn't know how to use her phone. Um, She doesn't know her schedule. It's just, like, she's kind of getting stressed out by, like, being a human. She's yeah, like, there's a lot easy. more to this. <laughs> yeah, cats just lay around, lay around and sleep all day. And then what triggers this cat into changing her mind is seeing how sad the owner was thinking that the cat ran, ran away. away. She's like, wow, I thought the cat loved me and like I thought I gave her a good enough home, but I just hope yeah, she's and happy. Yeah, she can't just be like, at. hey, mom, I'm actually your cat in human form now, so love me. Yeah, because then she'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> One, she probably would think the kid was like crazy. You know, needed to go to the institute, but yeah. like, um, also, even if she believed her, it'd be like, where's my daughter then? Yeah, you know? that's a whole other issue. Yeah, so she was just like thinking about it and she's like, you know, we don't have the same connection that we had as a cat. Like, I can't love you as me if i'm, a, I'm and at the end of the day person. all she wanted was to love her owner yeah so i think immediately it was so funny how quick she changed her mind because i was like oh my god she has her face like how is this going to play out because i was stressed out at that point i was like what and then just to find out that she changed her mind like that so she goes over to taru's house and it's like hey by the way i'm a cat i'm actually uh not mio at all and he's like what and she takes her mask off and it's like see and she's like here's what we need to do and so then they set off i to think go also find in him. that moment when he like revealed that i think that that was his name it wasn't taru oh no oh my god not taru uh, hinote hinote i think he had like started to put two and together that maybe the cat that he was with was also what's her face mia right wasn't there like a clicking that he was like or oh she it was told- their smell his smell like summer yeah and so i think it was he, like, like smell like summer and then it was also just like maybe like a there's a few parallels Did the cat tell i don't think him? He- the cat told him the stepmom's cat told him what happened but i don't think he figured it out i think he was uh, like i think he was just like you know you make me happy like this one cat does like it was like okay, a weird I think little he put you together later in the film well them. i think he was just flat out told by the cat that's okay. what i remember um so then they set out and then there's this invisible bridge to get to cat town and it's like yeah only cats, only cats can walk, can across, walk it. across it or no only cats can see it i think is what it was oh yeah because he couldn't crazy. see anything when they brought him through the town until they gave yeah. him a mask. And there was this giant tree, and it looked like a freaking like uh, Japan street vendor looking, mm-hmm. you know, market. And so interestingly enough, this girl's running around like, anybody know where the mask seller is? Does anybody know where? And the they're mask all looking at her because they know that she is a human. Yeah, like she's crazy. And the also, only I told you earlier, all the cats were walking around like humans on their hind legs, and she was the only cat that had to walk on all four. It of her was legs. so weird. Like it, it, it was like changed like that. And they were all, like, way bigger. Yeah. Which I understand if she was a kid, but they were, like, way bigger. It was weird. And then the only cats that were willing to help her were uh, cats who had turned... That who, used to be human and regretted it. Yeah. They got they did the same deal that she did. Yeah. And there was even... There was straight up one lady who was like, yeah, I was a mother and I ran away from my responsibilities. And I was like, damn. She's like, I was tired. And she's like, but obviously I regret it. And everybody's like, yeah, being a cat sucks. And yeah. And you're like, damn. It was kind of sad. It is sad because that, that's the thing is like there's a time limit to being able to reverse it, which I think is kind of dumb. But like all those people are stuck in it. So when they heard her story, they're like, yeah, we'll help you. And I remember like the mask seller coming out of nowhere to like, I don't know why he came after her at first. Because like at one point he was chasing them to get the mask back. Um, but 
they came out of nowhere and they like all held him down and they're like you know go ahead and run yeah that find was like mask. that i think that was like at the end when like he had already like tried to stop them no 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 there there was the introduction at the bar and he shows up at the bar oh. i think maybe it was just like to either stop her yeah or to whatever. like antagonize them yeah and she's like give me my mask back and he's like they're not gonna get it they go and um, she tries to put the mask on. And it doesn't work. Well, yeah, this is after like Kinote and uh, the cat. Yeah, they, are, they show up. Are there? They give him a mask. Only his arms turned into cat arms, mm-hmm. which was weird. That was very weird. It was out of nowhere. Like, why didn't he turn into a cat? What was what was wrong with his mask? <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then yeah, and then so she goes to get her mask. She puts it on. Nothing happens. Yeah, which I was like, I don't understand. And then he shows up, and I think he. T- oh, he's trying to take the one mask back the human mask because he's like fine if you don't want it i'll have all of the lifespan to yeah myself. uh oh and he wanted the other kids lifespan too because he's like oh you tried on a cat mask i'm not let me give me your human face and he was laughing because he was like so much life you know for myself and then there was like this whole chase scene in the fucking trees and shit and they were uh wasn't there something with their soul this is where i'm yeah getting, so like, when they like she only had so much time before some fucking magical thing happened and her soul had removed from her body. Like, her human soul was officially gone. So, like, she wasn't going to be able to speak anymore. Like, she was only being able to meow. Oh, yeah, I forgot that she was um, upset because she wasn't able to understand Taro anymore. She was just going to turn full on into... Yeah, and then they went stressful. down where all these magical trees were, and they shot a laser in the sky, and then her soul came out of her body. And yeah. he was like, <laughs> guess your lifespan's mine now. I got yeah. it. And then this is when the other cats that... Because they were scared of the mass seller earlier. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, we'll hold him down, but we're like, we don't want to, you know, him to be mad at us. So then later they showed up when her soul had loved him. They held him down. And they were like fighting to get her fucking soul, and they were doing all this stuff. And then and wasn't it some dumb shit too, where he was like, I love you, and then like there her soul came yeah, back. Yeah, some or dumb. Like he gave her her soul, and nothing happened. Like she she still couldn't understand him, even mm-hmm. though she like had gotten her soul back. And then no, he I said, think she could at that point because he had the cap on. He didn't say I love you, but he said like something dumb, like mm-hmm. about how he you know knew like it was her. You. Yeah. And then it like clicked, and then they left the the cat town, and then they said "I love you" at the end. Yeah, and then um, it was cute because um, they came home, and the cat came home, the stepmom's cat, and they got reunited. And the stepmom was so happy to see both of them. Yeah, which was a big and, deal. And uh, freaking what was it? Uh, oh, the the stepmom's cat was still rude to. Mio, which I thought was funny, because she's always like, your cat doesn't like me. Yeah, Kind of like how Kaylee's cat doesn't like you. Oh my gosh. One day. Yeah, some cats are like that. They're just like, I only like my owner, you know? Maybe Kaylee's cat is also a human that got turned into a cat and just hates me. Well, that's not what the stepmom cat is, but I like that theory. Maybe. Maybe it was a racist. (laughs) Yeah, maybe it was some racist (laughs) (laughs) Let me not say that. Just (laughs) who sold their mask. (laughs) Nah, she'd laugh at that. Yeah. It's true. Some cats just don't like people for no reason. Yeah. Would you get turned into a cat? Um, if the cat man showed up, I'd probably cry. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if he was like, try it out, I'd try it out. But you give it back. And I'd give it right back. I'd give it right back. I'd be like, I don't need it. I'm good. Take it. Next seller, please. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's tricked people even into doing that before, too. I'm sure. I think I'm not uh, gullible enough to, like, fall for, like, the permanent cell. But if he told me I got a test run, I'd take it for a test run. You're like, I'd find Bean. I'd be like, hey, Bean, what's up? Oh, my God. I think Bean would be so pissed, though. He'd be like, who are you? Like, like, Bean, it's, it's, me. it's me. It's Mariah. And you take your mask off, and he'd, like, actually never trust you ever again. <laughs> I'd like to think that I could talk to Bean. That would be cute. 
I, I would go hang out with Chowder. I'd be like, Chowder, you would just take a what, nap do, you, with what him. do you think? Why do you cuddle so much? Yeah, you, tell me some information I need to know. He'd be like, actually, I was a person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than that, no, I don't think I would take, I would not take the Fat Man Cat's offer. Now that I'm thinking about this, there must have been, must have been a dog mask seller that sold to a weird, maybe, weird old woman, and now Ripley is a dog. Why'd you sit up like that, Ripley? Like, you, you agreed or something. Yeah. We know you're not a dog. We know the truth. Like, I'm, tra- I'm talking about some crazy, yeah. like, you know, old lady that, like, ran around the streets and... You know, maybe she was old and about to die. And he's like, yeah. hey, I can give you, like, 12 more years as a dog. And she's like, I'll take it. And she put the, the mask on. And we know we know and that. Then the, then, then the pound found her. And then I saw her on uh, pets.com or whatever it was, adoptme.com. <laughs> and I asked my dad to go get her. And now you have Ripley. Yeah. And, you know, we look in those eyes and we can tell there's not just a dog back there. Yeah. And since she, you know, can't speak human anymore, like, after a while, you, like, can't mm-hmm. understand people. But she she knows a few keywords. She does. I've retrained her and her dog. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just definitely think great great movie. I think it's a good like easy watch. I would say it's not like something that like yeah, I invest in or something that I could like really like talk about for long afterwards. Like I know sometimes you and I will. Why is she looking? It's at me just like a that? solid little kid why movie. Why is she looking at me like that? Oh, because I think she was a person uh, in her past life. Uh, you why you? Okay. Um, why is she sitting next to me? I don't know. She wants you to pet her. I'm in the middle of doing something. Her breast smell. Pet her. She got her butt facing you now. Too late. She walked away. I got you. Um, I think it's definitely an easy watch uh, movie. I think it, I think it's a family, good family friendly movie to watch. Yeah, that's exactly Ew. why I want to show it to my uh, little brother, and I'll probably show him a few other stu- Studio Ghibli. But again, I think that the only thing that might like not throw someone off. It's just kind of like. Uh, Japan and anime has a specific way of storytelling, or like they have a very weird, organic way. I'd say of storytelling, kind of. I like, could, I could see showing. Think them. of Spirited Away, like it's kind of feels all over the place, but it also feels like an art piece, and it feels really pretty. But it's not the conventional like if you break down any Pixar or Disney film, they almost always follow the stay of the cat yeah. formula, which is like a popular Hollywood like storytelling method of you know, we have the you know the dark of the night where the hero like Mulan is outed as a woman and you know they all leave her behind in the snow and then we have a rising action climax and then a resolution like all movies kind of have that which you could say Whisker Away has that but it feels a little more all over the place it does like, like whoa that that cat has my human face out of nowhere or like I would say all of a sudden there's a cat follow, even Spirited Away or like any Ghibli movies like you could watch it and there's so much going on that I don't even think that like as if I was a child that I could retain it correctly yeah, so I want to show him kid-friendly stuff like that because those are kind of the kid-friendly ones. I tried showing him Pokemon a long time ago, and it's just a little outdated. Yeah, for I him. would argue even like Ghibli movies, even though they are really weird and there's a lot that's happening. Like as an adult, we can mm-hmm. understand it, but like think about even like you said, Pixar movies. As a kid, you're just like funny movie, and then you watch it as an adult, and you're like, dang, it actually has a different meaning than I thought it did. Yeah. Also, the difficult thing was showing my little brother, and particularly my little brother, yeah. nobody else out there. Um, my youngest brother has autism and you can't just put anything on the TV. He actually has a like mini panic attack if he's not in the mood to watch it or if it's something he hasn't seen before. Mm-hmm. So a lot of t- the times he has repeat things on the TV as a comfort item. So it'll be like the same movie that has been played probably 30 times in that month. And it's just like nobody gets a TV. My dad doesn't get the TV. My little <laughs> brothers don't. Like, my little brother is just kind of a video gamer. And so it's like, I don't even know if he's seen, like, Disney classic films. So that's why I'm trying to 
introduce him to films, which I know I'm starting him out with like this anime one, but if I find out he's not watched like classic Disney movies, I'm going to be like, if he wants to come over, if he wants to, you know, yeah. be a part of my life when I have like that big sister money, then I'll be like, you need to like invest in <laughs> real media, not just video games. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, then I can introduce him because TV series and animes, I feel like is where stories can get like super deep. I mean, your name is a masterpiece, but I'm talking about like it is some some long running thing that keeps you hooked, kind of like us with Inuyasha when we were kids, like something like that. Yeah, but you know, he's he's too young to start him off with that. Haiku's kid kid friendly. I would agree. Mm-hmm. It's it's sports driven. I'd have to like gauge their interest. They in like that, sports, but. yeah. And it's yeah. got some deeper meanings that you, he might not understand, you know. But it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Also, it's uh, as fast-paced as it can get. I would also argue that, like, kids can't really sit down during the talking parts or training parts as easily, you know. But I feel like if it's just an action-packed part, maybe. Just show him season three. Yeah, I'm like, we're going to watch season three. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well. Would you show this to anyone else? You already answered that. That yeah. you literally just answered that two seconds ago. Would you show this to anybody else? Yeah, I, I, I guess I would if I had someone who I needed she to show. She wants you to touch her. I'm in the middle, and I'm not touching her. You can you can talk and touch her with your other hand. I want to. She's literally wagging her tail and leaning her body against you. You sound like an asshole in the podcast. Pet the dog. I just don't really know how to pet dogs. <laughs> You're doing just fine. I've never had animals growing up. People, I'm not just like an idiot or don't like animals. I've never had pets. That's all she wants. And I don't know I why she wants it from you. I tried to pet them. her. And she ran to you still. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I would share it with like maybe children. Maybe like Caden would probably like it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but nope, that's it. Yeah. Well, what are we watching next week? Next Mariah? week, if Kinsey is on it, because she should be, because I'm going to help her. Um, we should be talking about Florence and the Machine, right, Caitlin? Yeah, specifically like. A playlist that I will post on Friday. Yeah. But we'll have to get it on, um, get on Kenzie's butt about it. And depending on how her week goes, Mm -hmm. being a professional lady, like, we'll see how, you know, busy she is or not busy she is to join us next week. Yeah. And if not, we'll get back to you with something else. Something new and fun and, you know, like, randomly out there, like, whisker Very random. (laughs) Yeah, that was what Kaylin and I do best. Hold on. Is that Kenzie's ass? Oh, it's boyfriend. Nope. Well, but I guess that's that's my cue to go. Yeah, that's the end of it. See you guys <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye.